Hey everybody, this is Hunter Williams. Today is going to be episode 142 of the NeuroEdge podcast. As always, my sincerest gratitude go to you for tuning into today's episode. If you are out there, you are looking to improve your life, become healthier, become happier, become wealthier, have better relationships, do all those things, and overall just optimize human performance, this is the place to be. And I, again, sincerely thank you for tuning in today. The name of today's episode is Understanding the Ego. What is it? So, one thing I've been thinking about lately is this idea of the ego and being able to detach from our ego. And I think this is part of our journey as human beings that we go through while we're here and in this, this incarnation. And I read a book lately, again, by a guy named Zary, Gary Zukov that I talked about on one of my last episodes. But this idea that Earth is like a school. So we are in school right now, just as like you, you were a child in school and then you graduate from that. Our whole life here is like a school. And I think one of the main reasons and main purposes we are here in the school is to learn how to detach from our own ego. Now, most people may go through the life and they never understand the concept of the ego. So just by the very fact that you are listening to this today and listening and looking to improve yourself and listening to what I'm going to be breaking down about the ego already sets you ahead. So you're already in the advanced classes of school. And now it's your responsibility to take this information and go out and actually use it in practice and use it to help improve your life and more importantly, the lives of others around you. So what we're going to look at is kind of this idea of the ego as a metaphysical thing that is not necessarily tangible that we can touch, but we obviously know it's real. And there's a couple different ideas and analogies that I want to use that I think will help us understand it better than um, a lot of times we think of, because we think of the ego, a lot of times we just think of someone that's really prideful and that can definitely be the case when we're attached to our ego. But today we're just kind of breaking down what it means to understand your ego better. So that being said, as always, shameless plug, if you get any sort of value out of this, any sort of resonance or you enjoy this content, you enjoy this work, I'd love to have you leave a comment, subscribe, like, any of that stuff that helps push it in the algorithm. And then also, if you get a chance to leave a review on the podcast, that also helps as well. And also lets me know the type of content that I'm making, if you enjoy it, if it's up your alley, and if it's something that you want me to keep making more of. So if this is kind of something that helps benefit your life, definitely let me know. Reach out to me. Feel free to contact me anytime. More than happy to kind of help out with whatever, because my, my, my life's mission is to serve while we're here. So that being said, let's understand the ego. So what I wanted to first break down with this concept of the ego is that our ego is separate from our body. And our ego is separate, I think, from our mind as well. So if we think about, I think one of the best distinctions is to use our brain versus our mind. So our brain is the physical thing that's inside our cranium that has all of the electrical synapses, wiring, firing going on to allow us to exist, to control the rest of our body. So the brain is the physical thing. However, your conscious experience comes from what we call the mind. And there's obviously, there's different philosophical debates you can get into, into the problem of consciousness and all this. But fundamentally, most people would agree we have our brain and we have our mind. And our mind is the thinking part 
that creates the perception of who we are as a person, our reality around us, where we live, who we talk to, our relationships, all those things, those come from the mind. And obviously, I think my opinion is our brain plays into that somewhat, but our mind is more or less the force of creation. Now, so if we have our body or we have our brain and we have our mind, we have our body and we have our ego. And so our body is our physical vehicle and vessel. And our ego is kind of like the brain and the mind is this understanding that we have of ourselves in this body. So it's knowing that you are here. So I have hands, I have fingers, I have legs, I have all of that. And so I know that I'm here because my ego is telling me that my body is here. So I know that sounds kind of weird, but think about it. Your ego is what is allowing you to understand that your body exists, just as the mind allows the brain to exist. It's telling you the brain exists. And these all kind of interconnect, you know, brain, body, mind, ego. But I want you to think of that is the ego is more of the entity that is awareness that is letting you know that your body exists. Now, here's where the struggle comes in. The ego is attached because the ego has thousands of years of design, development, and evolution of trying to survive. And in doing so, it's going to wire you to have the desires and the cravings and the needs and the wants and everything to maximize self-interest because the ego at the end of the day came about to help us survive. And so what happens is we get very attached to our ego. We get very attached to being here in the third dimension in which our body is the only thing that exists. And to a certain extent, that's good because it allows us to function, allows us to move through time and space to be able to drive cars, go to a job, do all these things with the understanding. So it kind of anchors us down into this reality, which is not always a bad thing, but it can turn into a bad thing if it left, is left unchecked. You often hear people say, you know, check your ego at the door. So that's kind of how the ego plays out in its role in our survival mechanism. Now, like I said, most people, and especially throughout the course of human history, this is probably you know a phenomenon that has really risen in the last hundred years, with um, people having more free time, or at least not having to worry about where they're getting food for the day, focusing on the bare necessities. So as we've moved into more of an intellectualized society, this awareness has arisen for us to understand the ego better. And there have been definitely great spiritual masters, sages, and avatars over time that have understood this, wrote about it, teach about it, and all those things. But I think in terms of the mass awakening of consciousness, this is something that is more or less become emergent in the last hundred years, let's say. And so what we can understand now is that we actually are a spiritual being. So just as we have our brain and our mind, just as we have our body and our ego, we have our spirit that exists around us. And it can be like the energetic field around you that is also part of you. So you give off an electro, this, this can even be measured scientifically. You give off an electromagnetic signature around you in what would be called like your auric field or whatever you want to call it. I'm not sure if that's the scientific name. But anyway, 
So you are a spirit and then your spirit kind of inhabits your body. And then when it does that, part of the body having awareness is the ego. And this ego wants us to stay in the third dimension and not really be concerned or consumed with things of spiritual nature of the spiritual nature, because it's like, Hey, I got to survive. I got to eat. I got to make money. I got to do these things. Now, again, not inherently bad, but what happens is we don't recognize this. And so it becomes the dominant force in our life. And what eventually can happen is if it becomes too dominant, it disconnects you from your spiritual higher self and what you understand your role in the grand scheme of things in time and space and understanding that time is nonlinear. Time is infinite. Time is, we, you know, we are here. The ego keeps us in this third dimension of time, of linearity, all these things. But in reality, when you open up your awareness, there's all these different dimensions and everything around us to that are, that are existent. And when we are attached to the ego, we can't be aware of those things. And so you want to have this fine balance in your life where your ego is just strong enough that it can help you achieve things. It can move you forward. It can help you to go out and conquer goals that you have, most importantly, serve other people. But then also that it doesn't become so overbearing that you become tied into being stuck in this reality and understand what it means to actually be a human. And the human part is not just having a brain. It's having the mind. It's not just having a body. It's having the spiritual higher self. And so when we can transcend the ego and understand that that's a part of us that has been around with humans for thousands of years to help us survive, when we can transcend that and move away from it and understand, okay, I'm going to have the natural proclivity to feel certain ways about things. But if I can step outside and become a third party observer and remove myself from whatever turbulent emotions, turbulent times, anything that I'm experiencing in life that causes me discomfort, if I can step away and remove myself from those things, all of a sudden now I'm in charge and my higher self becomes in charge and I become connected with my spiritual self. You become connected with God or your create like the creator and we move forward in life with a much better understanding. And then it goes back to the fact that we are here in school. So we graduate to the next level and we're moving forward and we're making progress. And ultimately we're doing it for ourselves, but also for the benefit of mankind because life is a mirror. How we treat other people is actually how we feel about ourselves, And so everyone around us is really a reflection of our consciousness and how we are showing up in the world. Because just as like we have cells in our body, we are a cell in the organism of humanity. None of that sounds kind of like woo-woo or foo-foo, but if you really think about it, humanity is more or less one large organism on planet Earth that is moving and doing all these things. So that being said, understand that the moment that you get angry really fast or the moment that you have desires that seem to be out of control, whether it's greed, lust, money, laziness, whatever it is, the moment that those things become in control of your life, your ego is in control. But if you don't give your power to those things, if you step out and say, oh, I realize that that's just my ego talking and it's not really me, it's not my spiritual higher self, then I can move beyond that and I can conquer and I can overcome those things in my life and get to where I want to go and ultimately make the progress that I was meant to make while I'm here at this very specific time. You can look at life through two lenses. You can look at it as completely random, which a lot of scientists will tell you that, oh, you know, we had all these random things and we just happened to be here at this time. Or you can look at it as very deliberate and very purposeful that we were placed here at this specific time for this 
specific region of existing with everything that's going on in the world, everything that's happened in your life, all the circumstances that accumulated for a purpose. And then we can live that out and move forward in doing so. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Let me know your feedback on this one. If you have questions or you disagree with me and want to debate me, I would love that. So looking forward to talking to you guys soon. And I hope you have a amazing day. Peace.